You're listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, the uplifting tongue-in-cheek podcast where we chat to British comedy's funniest females in an attempt to cheer up and entertain the nation in these uncertain times. And here's your host, Alexis Strum. So, here we are. How is everyone? I hope you're all well. I hope you're all safe. And um, if you're self-isolating, I hope you found something brilliant to watch on the telly that you're really into right now. Um, But here it is. It's episode one of the Funny Women Survival Guide. And it's been recorded entirely remotely through the powers of magic. And if you don't know me, that's cool. I'm a writer, performer and almost pop star. Yeah, I once toured with Darius. And uh, now I think I'm also uh, a teacher for my homeschool for one and um and gardener a hairdresser and everything else Um, we're all feeling the strain right now but it's time to relax and we've got a great show for you today we're going to be talking boxed wine dogs upstaging us on conference calls and why superheroes and even paw patrol can help you through the apocalypse Hello and welcome to this edition of the Funny Women Survival Guide and I'm very lucky I've got some fantastic guests on the show today as well as having obviously Lynn Parker. Hi Lynn from Funny Hi. Women. Hi there. We also have Laura Smith and Sean Davis. Hello. Thank you. Welcome. Hiya. So how is everyone today? Fair to Midlin today. Fair to Midlin. What kind of emoji would you be do you think? You know the one with a crunky little smile, like, like that one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for people listening, they won't know. We can actually see each other, which is is the gift that keeps on giving. And um, I can see exactly what you guys are up to because we have video footage of you live in your self-isolation stations. Sean's having a nice glass of – it was not Pinot Grigio. I think we found that. No, out. I, I, I've had a click and collect from Asda, and uh, I was pretty, I was pretty happy with it. You know, it all went well, but there were a couple of swaps. They always swap stuff, don't they? If they haven't got it, and one of the one of the swaps they made was instead of giving me a box because I drink wine by the box now, instead of giving me a box of Pinot Grigio, they gave me a box of. I don't know, Sauvignon Blanc or something. I don't know. It's not what I wanted, but it's fine. You know, it's it's not the worst thing that's happening. I think you're being very brave. You're a hero. You're a hero. You're underselling yourself there, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) This is, as as the click and click, this is true. I um, went for my one constitutional the other day and I, I saluted an Asda delivery driver. I love that. Did he appreciate it? Did he? He did a slow acknowledging nod, like yes. Oh, yes. Yes, that's what I deserve. It was nice. Mm. That's cool. I did actually say to my daughter's teacher on the last day, I said, "You're doing a really good job." And then I started crying, and she looked at me. She was like, she was a little bit embarrassed for me, and and I didn't play it well. I shouldn't have said anything, but you know, it's good to thank. I think it's good to thank people at the moment. But how do you do it without being patronising? So what do you think? Don't is the cry. <laughs> Don't cry. Yep. Okay. <laughs> safeguarding concern for your daughter there now. Yeah, that so. is. You flag that. You flag that. What about post postmen or delivery drivers? I just shout, I think? love you. Like I love, I shouted, I love yeah. you. I, I know my postie because I'm addicted to online shopping. So I was like, I love you like that. <laughs> Did he say it back? 
Is it a silent one? He sort of backs away. Mostly he backs away from my house scared. That's she's been saying for years. That's not what she's what she's telling you. She's been telling him she loves him since like nineteen forty two. It's not nothing to do with the pandemic. I tell I tell men I love them, they back away and it works for once and that's how I'm married. And how is married life in um, in isolation? It's not self-isolation, is it? Do you call that group isolation? What's the term? <laughs> I think it's like a strong, strong test. Strong test. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's all right. You go at such a rate that you've got to count your blessings. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I've got a home, a garden. We're all here together, the most important people in the world uh, to me. And then... Some people are indoors on their own and, you know, you've got to count your blessings, whatever. You know, it, as much as I'd like to be totally on my own sometimes, um, <laughs> I've got to you know, give thanks that we're, we're all good. Yeah. So, yeah. And, Sean, are you uh, self-isolating alone or? Um, well, I'm the only human in the house, uh, but I have got my dog with me, Eddie. He's um, he's a pottering about at the moment. He's... Um, he stole the show a couple of times, to be honest. I had to do a I had to do a work conference call for my day job this morning. All my colleagues are on there. Same as this, where you've got everyone video of everyone, and he strolls into the background of shot and basically just started eating his own bum hole for a <laughs> minute. But it was loud enough, like it was really loud that like <laughs> my mic turned on and my screen came up full in front of everybody and all my colleagues just, you know, spent a few minutes watching my dog do whatever he was doing. I don't even know. Go to was town on himself. Eating himself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's a name for it even. But... Um, They've all seen it now. They've all seen it. So I don't know if that's something you want to incorporate into your own live chats that you're doing uh, with your <laughs> colleagues. Uh, of the day involving a family pet or someone you're isolating with. Couple, a couple more uh, substitutional Chardonnays and we'll all be up to it. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <cute. laughs> oh dear and what about um panic buying because i'd like to share some of the things i've been panic buying this week so i bought some hair scissors very boring but i cut my daughter's hair and um i'm looking at buying some hair dye because i'm you know the thought of six months or however long it's going to be frightens the life out of me and i can't have my gray be shown to the world um anything interesting that you wanted to share that you've panic bought this week I don't think I've panic bought anything, to be honest. Uh, oh, no, no, that's a lie. I did panic buy a Domino's on Tuesday because McDonald's shut down, Nando's shut down, KFC went, and I was like, mate, like, if Domino's goes, I'll be furious. So I thought, right, it's two for Tuesday, ideal time, get in, get it done, see you through. So I did. That, that's my only sort of indulgent panic purchase that I've done. Mm. Me, uh, well there's no? three three children indoors there's no such thing as panic buying i cannot believe the food we get through i can't oh, God, yeah. i can't believe there's no such thing and um yeah so it's whatever we're buying is is just going um i mean the jack daniels gone i mean that's not them you think you're stockpiling, you're not. You're having one good night. That's it. Um, but um, then, but it's nice. I'm heading out early and there's loads of like small independent sort of fruit and veg shops are really good sort of um, 
Turkish grocer not far and it's just nice you, you when you get to the shop you have the instinct I, I've had the instinct because we haven't had flour for a week and yeah. I'm, oh, no, oh look there's flour and there is that temptation to get three bags but that's not in the spirit of things you just get one and you just gotta and and there's uh, for me there's an element of just enjoying being mindful of consumption because <laughs> I know it sounds silly but it's so endless you can constantly get stuff 24 hours getting stuff and yeah. it's just an element of okay good slow down have a little think about what you're doing here yeah I've, I've been teaching remotely so I we're sort of set up on laptops my husband's in the same he's a teacher too so where I'm sort of fielding questions and then um one of the little ones not been too well so it's all been a little bit grim to be honest and we started to get our house decorated just at the start of it which was then on hold so we were all packed into the kitchen with every you know it was just all a bit crazy yeah. so I think we hit we hit the hardest part of the start so everything's sort of getting better since then and we're sort of finding our groove uh, but in terms of any sort of mindfulness I just have to bring myself back to I have to just have faith that all things are working to the good if you see what I mean whatever happens it's all for the good it has to be because otherwise I'll lose my mind if I start getting on the kind of what are they doing to us man why are we all on lockdown man and start you know getting on the dark web of conspiracy theories around it all <laughs> I've got so this is one parenting hack that I've come up with you're like but could work if you have animals or or friends or, or whatever in your home husbands <laughs> but before all this kicked off and I could see the way it was going I didn't want to panic by but I thought what I'll do is I'll get a few things that I know my daughter really likes and hide them and then at the end of each week they'll go oh I've got you something and she just won't expect it so it's like a nice little gift oh, in that's, the really, cupboard. that's really good took a bit of planning but I'm quite OCD so like times <laughs> like this crisis times I'm pretty good because I've already made the plan in the spreadsheet but how are you guys at how do you think you're good at coping with um disaster I don't know I I just I don't know what the others think but I kind of do get on with stuff actually and I will go into sort of this kind of we can get through this mode and without really thinking about it I just think I'm a very positive person on the whole and I think sometimes that's quite good but I do, you know, I do think sometimes people think I'm completely mad because I am positive because they th they look at me as if to say, you can't do that, Lynn. <laughs> but I don't really take no for an answer. So I suppose that's my coping mechanism. In terms of a crisis, there's like, um, I think so many people... It, it, in the rush of their everyday lives you're constantly anticipating stuff that's how you have to do it parenting True. whatever your job whatever you're doing so there's an element of anxiety you're always at that pitch and it's like the worst has happened I read a really good article I think Adrian was it Adrian Charles talking about having anxiety and that actually he's really relaxed about this it's like the worst yeah. that he's always in a state of anticipating has happened so he's almost like comfortable <laughs> Yeah. In, oh right, yeah. we're really in the shit now. Wow, I'm quite, I'm quite comfortable actually. There's a little element of that. No, I absolutely relate to that. I've got. I was saying before, I've got um, PTSD, so like I'm always thinking that the world's in crisis and that you know there's trauma around every corner. So when it's now actually official, when everyone's there with me, it's it's kind of weird. Not in a misery loves company kind of way, but now people kind of understand a bit better. And I was saying, you know, I think one of the takeaways from this if there is such a thing without sounding, um, you know, glib or anything, is that we're all going to be a bit more empathetic at the end of this journey uh, and, and sort of understand already the fact that, you know, you were joking about it, but the fact that we're being a bit more 
uh, kind and respectful towards people that have been doing their jobs for years. You know, we just didn't even give a shit that, you know, the post post workers or Amazon delivery people never really considered about, um, you know, how, how difficult their jobs are. And now we're starting to appreciate it. Well, I actually wrote some thoughts on this on, on my blog the other day, um, which people can check out if they want to. I'm trying to uh, trying to write every day just some little thoughts and stuff, what's going on for me. Uh, it's just on my website, Sean dot something or other. What I wrote about was my, my own perception of trauma and that actually I, I feel like I've been through quite a lot of trauma already and that this is just another thing and it's not as bad as half the things I've already been through so it's kind of just like oh okay and again like you're saying it's that thing where you're going other people are actually appreciating what what trauma feels like and things like that and like I also sort of made some points about how um you know the crisis that's happening now is although it's happening for everyone it's very much a middle and upper class crisis because the working class in this country have, have been in crisis for the last 10 years. You know, austerity that came about from um, the Tory government from, from 2010 plunged us all into crisis in a massive, massive way. And what a lot of middle class people are, are seeing now and going, oh, my God, how can you live on £95 a week? Oh, my God, I can't go to the shop. I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't. Welcome to what we've been dealing with for the last 10 years. You know, they, they, I think we'll look back and we'll call this the great leveller. And and going back to your points about um, working class, middle class, I think this is I think this is going to um, erase uh, classes in some capacity or at least the, the, the blurs blur the lines between them I think would be a great thing if at the end of this if we can get one positive it's very hard to find the positives right now I really applaud that you know the the rainbows in the windows people are reaching out what's really lovely is the neighbor to neighbor activity as well that I've been seeing on social just like people reaching out for um, I've been shopping for an elderly neighbor but more than that people going do you know what three o'clock today in their whatsapp chat they go we'll all come out We'll stand on our yeah. balconies or our lawns or whatever. And we'll have a chat and a cup of tea. And you know what? It's that wartime mentality that I think. Um, That's really with that comes, Yeah, it's 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 just it does it does bring compassion. It does bring out the best in human nature. Unfortunately, it can also bring out the worst. And you know, we've in the press there are some awful awful behaviour. The panic buying, fights in supermarkets. You know, I, I remember I went shopping a few days ago and there was this um, elderly lady and she was all hunched over with her trolley and she just looked shell-shocked like oh my god what have I walked into we make the assumption that everybody's constantly feeding into social media and they know what's going on and there are bracket communities not just old people that don't have access to technology we're very privilege in a sense that we can you know we have social media accounts not everybody does my mum's 87 and I know she can't cope with the social media are we, are we just trying to get the family together on a, a blooming you know FaceTime call yeah. has been I mean it's quite funny and she quite enjoys it but she once we got her on there and we've actually got her face in focus she's had enough and she's bored and she's off you know but we but those kind of things are very difficult for we're used to it. We're lucky. We're attuned to it. But also, women in refuges, women in refuges yeah. that don't have mobile phones because 
they can't have mobile phones because mm-hmm. they don't they can't be contacted i w- i just wonder how they're getting informed because we're seeing so much fake news as well you know yeah. some of these posts that go out about remedies what was it drinking vinegar or rat's piss or whatever it was oh yeah that will cure you <laughs> is that not true <laughs> oh no that is the rat's piss is true actually yeah <laughs> no, terrible terrible um Sean, you know, what did they deliver <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I've got a box of rat's piss in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Let's lighten things up, right? I want to know. Um, so obviously I know who you're self-isolating with. That's good. I've got all that detail. So what are you going to be, what are you planning over the next few few weeks? Are you working? So you're still teaching Laura, but what about comedy wise? Are you got anything coming up, even if it's in your own front room? Wow. Um, I've signed far too many non-disclosure agreements to disclose, my friend. Oh, okay, um, I love it. You're dis- you're disclosed. <laughs> no, okay. I've, 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 um, I, I mean, let's talk about though. Um, Sean, do you agree? Are you a little bit of a junkie for the performance? Are you missing just that yeah. live performance? Yeah. Because yeah, to mate, me, I am. I'm talking to the dog at like punchline setup every time. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, I was with me. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, tonight, mate. He's like, I just sit on my own. Yeah, speak. I don't know what. What is it? There's been some. There's been some stand-up shows and activity. There was something on Saturday I watched. I can't remember who it was, but. It was a group of comedians, but you've not got, unless you've got um, the technology to see faces on a screen, and even then it's not the same. It's um, like the equivalent, I, I don't know if you've ever done self-tapes, but it's like doing a self-tape. Yeah, it's you, yeah. you've got, it it's far, like far too much of you involved in it and not enough of the audience. But, but uh, can I say, as a producer, it's, it's also um, quite a good um it's quite a good test of your metal and your mm. your uh, self-belief to stick the phone on yourself and record yourself because most comedians I know will record their gigs, obviously at a live yeah. gig. So, yeah, okay, the laughter's not there and what have you and you don't get the feedback, but it's a good way just to kind of put some material down, experiment. I know lots of actors that do that. So, you know, with the competition coming up, um, I'm, I'm really keen. You know, I don't want anyone who hasn't got a, a, a five-minute set from a recent gig not to enter. I think we'd rather have people in their living room gigging to thin air than nothing at all. And I, I was going to say if Laura or, or Sean as the past winner and – a runner-up of last year's awards. I've got any sort of tips for us on that? No, like I, um, I, I was runner-up last year in uh, in Funny Women, um, and it was a fantastic process. I really enjoyed being part of it, and everything. It, like it, it was really good. I felt like really supported. Got to work with some fantastic um, other acts, and like really widened my circle of contacts within comedy as well, which was great. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, like, I would recommend anyone to apply, no matter what sort of level you're at, if you fit the criteria, apply, because it's just worth it to, you know, make those contacts, get to know people and just get involved in the funny women community. Because um, even if, you know, you might go to sort of... Because I applied, like, 12 months before for the Funny Women Awards, and I got to, like, the regional finals. I remember I didn't get any further than that, being a little bit disheartened, but I remember speaking with Lynn... Uh, like a period of time after that and she was like you know 
if we'd have put you through, you'd have been all right. But if now we've waited till this year, you've got the potential to do really, really well. So it's just that thing of being able to, you know, be, be known to people as well. So like, you know, even if you don't get through to the next round, your name's out there, your face is out there and people sort of know who you are. And yeah, if you haven't got a video of your set, it is weird doing a self-tape. No one likes it. I've had to do two this week that have been diabolical um, and I've just been cringing while I've been doing them. Like, I, it, it's awful. But... Um, it will be taken within within the context that it's in. Like, the, you know, yeah. we know that there's a pandemic on and you can't just pop down to your local bringer gig and do a five. Like, it's not... Uh, it will be taken within within the context that it's in. And the kind of people that will be looking at them all know how difficult it is as well. They're all our team and then industry people that help us. So, yeah, absolutely. Just you just got to give it your best shot. And um, I do, I, to I totally, when I was talking about missing the gigging thing, because gigging's totally set, it's like there's material and then there's gigging, you know, and then the gigging is just the magic in the room. But in terms of material, and if you're going into a competition, your type five, your, your, your best five, you're, you're not doing crowd work in your best five. You're doing, these are That's my it, best yeah. gags. And there's something to be said for, uh, you know the I mean it's obsessive and relentless how many times I'll time a five you know work out and then a 10 and then different permutations and combinations so it actually to be at home and to be recording and to be editing and then and, and be in your own um editor because you know uh, you know like you say you can go to a bring a gig and go to a gig and then go oh that that didn't work or I just need to wait a beat on that punchline or blah 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 but you know you learn on the job sort of thing but if you're at home then you have to be sort of doing a kind of brutal editing process by yourself and and there's something to be said for that and and there's something to be said for like chucking out the rubbish or working out what your strongest strongest five is and um and you're all in the same boat you know someone might be able to submit a video from a few weeks ago and it is only a few weeks ago I think my last gig was on the 11th of a so that's not it feels like Many years Can't ago. in the real world before. <laughs> yeah. It was like so long ago. My last gig was um, in the Frog and Bucket Lane for International oh, yeah. Women's yeah. Day when I emceed. Yeah. And it was it was such a great gig. And I, I feel like I'm glad I went out on a high. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a wonderful gig. <laughs> we, we were at the Royal Festival Hall at the WAM yeah. Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. we'd had that the day before. The, I know. And that, that was so, that's so ridiculous. That's like a surreal. That's the first time because I'm teaching teaching full-time I've got the babies as well that's the first time I've done seven gigs on the trot that week I went from yeah. I did two things on Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday you know you know how the weeks work days work um but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still now love <laughs> what what um but, um but that was the first time I'd felt like a, a real working stand-up, you know, an, um, an, an advertisement that I was in had just come out. And I felt like, oh, I'm I'm nearly there. I can quit work, possibly. And then, then this happened. I was like, hello, work. Hello, <laughs> salary. Ah, oh, lovely. You know, so it was this kind yeah. of total high of then, it, it, I won't lie, it was a few days of t real tears of that stopping, then work stopping. And you know, marking some year 11 books where they'd written these beautiful poetry essays and being told they won't even sit their GCSEs. And oh. all of a sudden, it's like rugs pulled from under me, then another yeah, rug. Yeah. It was like a comedy sketch of like, ah, like slapstick. That's what, it, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Of like, 
wait, all these structures that we I hold dear and everyone holds dear have just been removed. How can that? How can yeah. anything be that big enough to do that? You know, I think that I think that, I think that word um, structure is so important as well because I think that what we're trying to do by just keeping the competition going is to have oh, really? something that is structured that we can we can carry on with you know that we are we do have an open day we do have a registration open day and yeah. we have a, a deadline because I think without those things you do sort of lose track of what's going on mm. you know it's like yeah. putting a newsletter out once a week it's like um you know making yeah. sure that we have events to aim towards even if they're on zoom or their hangouts or whatever but I think that's where the the, the survival bit comes in you know and where com strong communities really help each other out that that's what we can do in terms of your comedy sort of keeping up and 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 sort of comedy keeping you going do you find that you're watching a lot of comedy at the moment or, or you're surrounding yourselves with you know the kind of podcast you're listening to is it uplifting stuff is it comedy I normally watch a lot of like, um, like I love a gritty drama. Do you know what I mean? Anything with like anything where someone's on a council estate getting murdered, like that's right up my street. <laughs> Literally, up that. that is right up my street. Yeah. Um, but I, lo I love anything gritty, like things like that, detective stuff, whatever. And I just feel like I'm a little bit exhausted by the news and what's actually happening to take anything like that on. So I've been watching like, or sort of re-watching like some sort of really gentle sitcom stuff like uh, Friday Night Dinner and This Country, things like that that are just, you know, you can dip in and out of it. You can follow the storyline, but there's some real like gentle sort of warming stuff in there, but sort of belly laughs as well. And you don't have to think too hard about it, follow the plot or, you know, concentrate on it too much as well yeah i think they put a quiet place on on saturday night and the whole world went bonkers like wow can you put that on and contagion they put on contagion oh yeah <laughs> what I, are you thinking i kind of deactivated my social media a little bit i'm sort of still on instagram but just because i felt like i i'm totally 100 guilty of it of like oh let's let's create content let's connect it was this desperation to connect and then it was like everyone was just trying to find every comedian was trying to find a way to get a handle on stuff and sometimes things are just too soon like mm. give give your ass a chance do you know what i mean and i just kind of thought i don't i can't read what every other comedian thinks about this i can't watch what their content is um uh too far uh tanya moore uh is the most hilarious person on instagram though so her content i could just watch forever and ever amen but um <laughs> so um so i just kind of had to unplug a little bit especially with my little one not well but in terms of what i'm watching i've gone and maybe it's similar to sham but um my eldest signed up to disney plus and i've been watching oh, all the marvel yes. all the marvel movies in order like almost like well yeah because this is all i can handle thor versus loki i can handle that <laughs> I, can, I can handle iron man and all of us i think there's some sort of weird comfort in in geeking out to that and knowing know. that the bad guy's gonna get it in the yeah, end it's all gonna be okay yeah it, um, yeah i don't know there's some maybe that maybe there is something psychologically going on there like yeah we'll be good captain america's gonna make it better <laughs> i'm with you on this country and actually um daisy is it daisy may cooper yeah she's triple barrel right she daisy daisy cooper whether it's daisy cooper the writer and star of this country has been doing um some really great uh screenwriting tutorials on instagram oh wow 
Yeah, which is lovely. She's been answering questions and giving her tips on how to write character and stuff. Have you um, have you got into that whole online tutorial game yet, guys? Have you been learning oh, any no. new skills? No. no. I can't even cope <laughs> with the skills I've got. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I've kind of – that's that's a start. I, I don't know. I'm, I might start – I'm good at writing to brief. I might sort of give myself little challenges and just a little bit of looking at things like that. But I haven't, um, yeah, someone bought me that master, oh, my brother, someone, someone bought me that masterclass. And I, and I just, I don't know. Oh, time. yeah, the masterclass. I, I've never met anyone who's actually done that. This is I know. Great. Tell me. I know a couple of people that are doing that. Susie Bennett really? is a big fan of that. Oh. No, I'm not. No, I I've can't. I've just got so much Peppa Pig, Octonauts, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Paw Patrol. Paw I mean, Patrol, I don't know, yeah. I don't know yeah. if Ryder's ever going to get a grip on them pups. Do you know what I mean? Especially Rubble. Rubble on a double, he does what he likes. So, yeah. I Do don't you know. know. What I would recommend, though, that I have got is um, Headspace, if anyone, oh, like, because like, I, I actually get it as part of as part of my package with my day job. They they gave us a free subscription to Headspace, which is fantastic. Um, and it's not something I ever would have used, except for the fact that, that they told us to. Um, and it it's really good. Like even if you're not someone that would normally meditate or do anything like that, you can do like five li- minute little snippets of just like relaxing and breathing. And like, it's okay that you get distracted or whatever. And it like, it talks you through it. And it's also got some really, really good things on it called sleep casts that you can just put on yeah, in the background. Good. And it's yeah. like, it, it's just like hearing a story um, like for adults, not like an adult, an adult story no it's not an adult story um it's good anyway I mean I enjoy it (laughs) I think um I read something today about um Holly Willoughby and she described her feelings at the moment as as going between desperately euphorically happy and desperately sad and I really connected with that because I think at the minute it does feel like you're just manic, doesn't it? You know, one minute you kind of, you watch you watch Bar- Boris Vision for the day and you're like, yes, they're going to get this. It's only going to be a few months. Look, we're doing better than America. It's all great. And then the plunge into the abyss. And I think it's important to acknowledge that and to talk about it because not everybody is being as honest, obviously, on social media. We're kind of like, we're still trying to show that, yeah, 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 we got this under control. But I just wanted to know, like, where do you think you fit on the scale today? Are you on the euphorically happy, the desperately, plummetingly miserable? Or do you feel that it goes in peaks and troughs? I'm doing all right today. As I say, I've had me click and collect. That was good. We've been out been out to the park this morning. There were police in the park this morning. Oh, there was a, a riot van driving around my local park, which is not that unusual, to be honest. Um, but you've never seen so many dog walkers, like, literally just dive for their dogs and pull poo bags and leads and everything out their pockets <laughs> to prove that they were in the park. It's fantastic. So, yeah, like, I'm trying to do stuff like that. Like, I've got to go out every day with the dog anyway, but just try and, like, be out in the fresh air and just switch off from social media and enjoy it while I'm out there. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling in a pretty good place today. Um, but tomorrow might be different. Who knows, yeah. Yeah, I've, um, like I said, I think the, the first few days were really rough of, I don't know, just, I, I mean, uncontrollable crying, let it all out. But then... Like I said, the, I mean, the little ones have been in a focus because they've not been too well, and and that just felt like I was holding my breath the whole time. So once we've got through that, I feel like actually 
I'm get, we're getting into sort of the rhythm of things a little bit. I'm looking forward to the Easter holidays and getting out in the garden and and sorting that out and right. and just I think I think having trying to have the foresight to know that there'll be a time when we look back and go, oh, that was quite mad that we could just be at home for a few months, however long it's going to be. I think I think just try and think like that, like oh yeah, I, I'm this, this we can make we're in control of making this a kind of good time or not sort of thing you know dependent on whether you're still got a bloody salary coming in I've got to appreciate the fact that I've got a salary I've got a roof over my head uh you know and I've got family group chats left right and center and um so you know I've got to just think of all of those things and a complete awareness that others don't you know others don't have those yeah those sort of um securities around them so I'm positive I think generally is what I'm saying yeah, like how often have we sort of, I, I know I do this all the time, just go, oh, do you know what? I just need a couple of months of nothing. I just need a couple of months off. Like a month off. I just yeah. wish I could just sit in my house and yeah. go nowhere and do yeah. nothing and get paid for it. Yeah. And, well, we've fucking got it now, haven't yeah. we? So, yeah. You know, like you said, make the most of it. And whether that's like, I don't know, baking with the kids or writing something or just sitting on your ass or doing some DIY nothing, or whatever yeah. like just we've got this time like I'm I'm having a good like 10 12 hours sleep a night it's fantastic nice. yeah 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 and a nap in the afternoon important. <laughs> it's important to um you know just just kind of to summarize what we were saying about social media and that pressure and the desperation to put content out there but I do think it's important to document in some way as Laura says you know we will look back on this and it's something that your kids will grow up with and my daughter will grow up with and they'll talk about it to their kids. It's such a it's such a big moment in history. Mm-hmm. So I just like the, one of the last questions is, is how are you planning to document this? It doesn't have to be in a, a comedy show six months down the line. But, you know, <laughs> what's your sort of what's your plans to to document this for the future, for your future self, for your to tell your loved ones about this time in the future? Can you imagine all the Edinburgh shows next year? Oh my God, that's a good point, Lynn. They're going to BC, (laughs) but yeah. So I think that'd be that'd be the interesting thing to see what people uh, do with this, you know, information that they're hoarding for the next six months. And the the most overused phrase is apparently um, when this is all over. Yeah, Yeah. this is my hashtag that I'm trying to invent. What's that? Post Corona, Poco Post Corona, okay. Yeah. I like that. It's Poco not taking off, but I kind of tried to make it go viral, but then I deactivated my social media. So <laughs> I get that I didn't think it through. But You've got that. You have got that great uh, uh, thread on Facebook of oh yeah, <laughs> which you have not mentioned. It got too weird too quickly. But <laughs> it was, it was really No, um, I challenged. Because I have not, for any online media, if I see it's three minutes, I ain't watching it. So if I say I've got me 30 seconds or a minute, that's how long you've got me. So I challenged other comedians to kind of put out a come quarantine with come sorry come quarantine, come quarantine with me <laughs> china, china um so come quor- quarantine with me or come isolate with me of just but um and and got some really really funny stuff out of people just doing a minute of like really? being yeah. quite quite creepy and um fred forenzi he 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 just basically most of his video was coughing and it was I mean, it, <laughs> but you know when something's done enough it really so it dark really, so dark it really, it so really tickled me but um yeah but i i just kind of it was amusing and lots of people did really funny things and um 
so yeah, I might carry that on. It was quite funny. But um, yeah, I'm making sort of little ridiculous videos for myself because I make myself laugh mostly. <laughs> best audience you can have, it's love. Best audience. Um, what about diaries? Do you write diaries at all? Do you keep a diary? I, I'm yeah. blogging every day. Um, just, I mean, I say every day. One day I had to do two, two days over, or two days over one because literally I'd done nothing other than sit on my hole. So I was like, I can't write this. So I left it and did two the next day. Um, <laughs> but I just think it's more... It's more to keep me occupied. So it's not, I'm not particularly bothered if anyone reads it. It's not like, oh yeah, it's like hot content. Come and read it. It's hilarious because it's not like I'm dyslexic and I don't even spell check it. So <laughs> it's probably a load of rubbish. Um, but it's something that gives me half an hour or an hour of focus in the day to sit down and say, right, I'm going to write something now. And it keeps my brain active in, in, in a way that, you know, I'm, I'd be tempted to just switch off if I, if I wasn't thinking, well, I can do this. And it also might make me do other stuff so that I can write it down. So I'll be like, oh, I haven't done anything. What am I going to put in this bloody blog? I better go and, <laughs> go and bring the radiators or something, you know, so I can write it down. So, yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. Um, and it's, I suppose it will be a record or, you know, a document of, of what has happened, but it's not particularly for anyone or for any purpose. It's just me typing some thoughts just to say that we do have um uh, a pitch a scenario for the website as well so if anyone does want to write something um our web team web and social team uh, mariana and kate have uh, been they've just put put something out today so we give people a, a topic and i think we've chosen the topic of uh, fringe quite interestingly um fringes and festivals <laughs> to write something about that whether you're um a visitor or whether you've taken part in it or what you think is going to happen to it. Uh, but yeah, if you've got um, a 500 word piece, so you just write a little synopsis yeah. about what you're going to write. And we will even pay you the princely sum of 30 quid, which we can't really afford, but you know, we're still doing it. We're wine. committed to it. Yeah. But you know, we're committed to that. So we, we'll do that. So if people want to write stuff, um uh and in fact i think laura does have an article in development oh i do i do she and it, does. I'll, we I, wait. Will ed, I will edit it <laughs> i will edit Just it the um, <laughs> i wrote and then it got it really personal it, well, i will it was I will really good it, down. No. it was yeah. a little bit of sort of bleeding heart in the sense of because this is my first year of comedy so i have been i i have been on the maddest journey for a year and then it's like it um it's <laughs> like you know uh, my sister said because uh, she runs her own business and she was saying I feel uh, the joke that keeps popping into my head is um what's the last thing that goes through a fly's mind when it hits the windscreen <laughs> right <laughs> it, it, it's arse you know because she feels like that's what's happened and, and yeah. that's what my tears are about it just sort of went but I was on this because it took I know um Sean you know, you're not someone that started in like late teens, early twenties, like some people on the circuit. You waited to your face as well. So for me, this took so much to get me yeah. to do it. And then and the rewards have been unreal and the awards. Um and it's been unreal. And then it stopped. And I was like, oh, it's like when you've been woken up from a nice dream. No, 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 no. I was having a nice dream. Stop it. So But you know uh, what I would say on that? It's 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 not stopped. I think 
we're all frozen. It's being yeah. frozen in time because you're when you start back you'll be at the same point starting back as everybody else it's like the school thing you know obviously you're a teacher you've got kids same with the school everyone's getting so stressed oh but what if they don't learn this and that and da 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 you're all going to go back at the same point everybody's going to go back at the same point and you know I will guarantee that we'll pick it up we just have to keep going you know exactly I I do believe um that the lovely Sean has some news as well but she's been quite mysterious about it (laughs) well I mean I the uh, the magic of the podcast might be sort of uh, revealed to to the listeners really because we're we're recording this in advance so it's 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 Monday night when we're recording this um and it is yet to be announced but it's going to be announced uh, in a little while in the Leicester Fest Comedy Festival Awards um I've actually won best debut show yay wow. Wow. Yeah. that's amazing which That's yeah, a big clap. Absolutely delighted, completely thrilled. Um, Very well deserved. It's it's wonderful, wonderful news. Um, Or, you know, it would be if live comedy was a thing anymore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, no, I mean, same as what Laura was saying, really. This was... This was a big year for me in that um, it, it's the year that I should have been debuting my show at Edinburgh, um, you know, and things were, were obviously moving in the right direction for that with, with me winning this award. Fantastic. Could put that on a poster, yada, yada, yada. But um, we're, we're paused. We're, we've sort of stopped. So, you know, it's just it's just trying to make sure you, you maintain some sort of creativity and you know, keep up the momentum at whatever point we do get back to it and, and hopefully, you know, th- things will grow from it. We should leave this on a high, I think. Definitely. That's a really, really lovely note to finish on. But go go for it, Laura. You, I love how you raised your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just say that um, I watched um, Sean's Half Hour About Time at Edinburgh Fringe last year and um, it moved me to tears and um, tears of laughter as well as just pure emotion and I it stayed with me because she's so beautifully honest without being at all maudlin or sentimental. It's so it touches on such beautiful things, and that she, a worthy, worthy winner of this hour, I'm sure. And I can't wait to see the full hour. So brilliant, Sean. Me too. Oh, me too. Something to look forward to after all of this. Yeah. <laughs> but on that note, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, lovely ladies, for being thank guests you. on this podcast. Oh, and um, best welcome. of luck. Can't wait to see what you come up with. Post apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to the Funny Women Survival Guide, and I've been your host, Alexis Strum. Thank you so much for listening, and do subscribe and talk about the podcast to everyone you know and spread the word and spread the love. That would be fantastic. Thank you so much to my guests, Sean Davis and Laura Smith, and of course to Lynn Parker. And do check out funnywomen.com for more information about the awards and all the other activities that they've got going on. And if you want to find out more about me, just go to thetimeialmost.com or slip into my DMs. Stay funny and stay safe.